back to the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. That is Rico on the drums, and I am on the uh, other instrument that is playing there. The bass? Bass. <laughs> Slap it a bass, man. <laughs> Look at you. Bass seems, is, is it, I, I'm not very musically sound, is that less impressive than the, the, the kind of the electric guitar, the main guitar guy? I think they're both impressive. Think they're both I think a impressive? bass sounds cooler. I think a bass sounds cooler. I think if cooler. you could play a bass good... That's pretty nice. You just get less less chance to go on like your own little guitar riff. I feel like there's the bass. bass solos. There's bass solos. Yeah. yeah. Certain songs require right a, a nice bass solo. Yeah. Send us your favorite bass solos. 402-464-5685. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I know some, some bands really get into uh into the bass and I and I enjoy it. Uh <clears throat> let's talk some Husker basketball. Of course, Huskers get the win uh over Minnesota this weekend, 78 to 67. Sam Greasel. Uh, the primary factor for that 19 points uh, was uh, when Nebraska needed a bucket. It seemed like Sam Greasel was getting to the paint and getting it done. Uh, looked especially dominant from there in his in that game. Uh, all five Huskers uh, that started scoring in double figures, as well as Sam Hoiberg off the bench, um, who I, I think unanimously uh, Husker fans don't want to get a black shirt because of uh, well, just because of what happened to Vanderbilt <laughs> and Gary. I'm yeah, like it. It's a it's a nice gesture from Trev. Yeah, but based on what has happened to the previous two basketball players who have received black shirts, I would rather Sam Hoiberg stay far away from a black shirt. Not <laughs> saying that that is what caused it, but that is what caused it. <laughs> and it's I, I don't know. It's kind of strange because Trev is a, a former black shirt himself. He's an athletic. You know, he's the athletic director. Yeah. He can do what he wants. So I know some people are just kind of don't feel. You know, that's not mm-hmm. football one way or the other. Um, but you know, as a former black shirt, one of the best to ever do it, a Butkus Award winner. Mm. I think he, you know, maybe it's okay for him to hand out black shirts, but I mean, yeah, but and by the way, he tweeted this out. That's yeah. why it's a discussion. We're yeah. not just making it up. Yeah, like it, it, it makes sense for him to do it because, as you said, he's, he's Buckets Award winner, one a great defensive player, played in the NFL. Uh, he's the athletic director, so he can kind of make these decisions if he wants. <laughs> but uh, just, just don't. I yeah. guess yeah. that's that's from all of from me and all of Husker Nation. Don't don't do that. <laughs> well, and then and then the other part of this kind of interesting because Terrell was uh, Terrell, of course, is the black shirt, and he defends the you know the, the right that that should only be on the football field. He's also intrigued that Dylan Riola threw the bones, um, which is maybe it's just a way to endear yourself to the crowd one way or the other. We know mm-hmm. that's uh, connected to Husker football, um, but you know. Dylan's not on that side of the does ball, that neither mean, was his dad. Does that mean that Dylan Raiola is going to play linebacker? Dylan might want to switch positions. There we go. Maybe that's From the number the one player part. at number one player as a quarterback to the number yeah. one player as a linebacker. That's obviously what him throwing the bones means. <laughs> obviously. Yeah. Uh, interesting weekend. Of course, uh, Keisei Tamanaga's parents were there and are going to remain in town uh, for senior night. And it's made some news across uh, Twitter and maybe Husker boards this morning is that Keisei is going to walk on senior night. <gasps> What does it mean? Oh, no. It means he's uh, academically a senior and his parents are down. Oh. Okay. So, you know, Derek Walker has walked like this will be his third time walking. Yeah, no so. decision has been made on Keisei Tobinaga leaving or remaining. That is what we were told. That is what we will go with. Yeah. Just because he is walking does not mean it's kind of like the women's basketball team. Jazz Shelley and Izzy Bourne both walked. Doesn't mean they're leaving, but they are technically seniors. 
I thought it was interesting, too, because Tominaga wasn't, um, you know, you would think with his parents in town, maybe he'd be especially on the attack. Um, but it, it just seems like during his run, um, you know, obviously he's a kind of a streaky player. He'll go from six points to 18 points in, in a few minutes because yeah. he'll just get going. Um, I don't know if it was just that Nebraska always kind of had a 10-point lead in this game for the most part, fluctuated a little bit, but yeah. you get what I'm saying. I don't know if there was, ne- you know, they had some dry runs, but – he just never really got into into the attack mode. Maybe if he would have hit a few of them, maybe. I think but. it was just the way that Minnesota was guarding him. They had, you know, everybody's pretty much bigger than him, but they had a bigger guy on him face guarding him, just making – that guy was paying attention to nobody else. He wasn't leaving Kese for anybody driving into the lane. He was sticking with Kese, hip pocket. Um, so I, I just think – with his recent, you know, explosion onto the scene in Big Ten play, teams are going to be guarding him a little bit differently, and you're going to see a lot less, um, a lot less defenders sag off of him at really any point. Even if somebody is driving to the rim trying to draw the defender off of Kase, I think with how lights out he's been from three and how how prolific he's been in scoring, that these Big Ten teams are are taking more interest in in stopping him and believing if we can stop him that'll stop nebraska's offense and during the run it it would have seemed like that but with the not emergence but with the game that sam greasel had it looks as if nebraska still has more options to score we already know Derek walker can do that but with how case was scoring the ball and how many points he was scoring it seemed as if he was the main source of offense you take him away maybe nebraska will crumble and you saw that that's not the case yeah, Matt says off the text line he was face guarded at all times. Still a huge reason why we won. Uh, Nebraska basketball fan also says Casey was cramping really bad against Minnesota, which has been happening the last couple of games. Uh, so maybe those are some of the reasons you kind of mm-hmm. look at it. Uh, it took a defender out of the paint for when Sam Greasel was oh, yeah. driving or when Derek Walker wanted to get his get to his shot. You go to the side that Casey's on. The defender's not going to come and double team you or come in and try to stop you from getting to the paint because if they leave Casey, you hit him. He's more than likely going to hit that shot, yeah. or at least you know, with the run he's been on, he's going to hit that shot. Yeah. Uh, Chase B also says, just wait to give him the black shirt till after the season. So maybe, uh, maybe that would work a little bit yeah. better. Uh, Doug and after they make the Sweet Sixteen, perfect. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's going quite a run for that. I think. I think uh, I've seen some predictions now that Nebraska is in the NIT as long as they you know kind of can continue this run, win one out of two down the stretch, and probably win a few um, in, in, in the in the uh, uh, Big Ten tournament, mm-hmm. uh, which, by the way, they're tied now with Wisconsin and Penn State at 8-10, and 10, uh, so still a chance they can kind of fight their way out. They have, the, they have the tiebreaker against Wisconsin split against Penn State, so I don't know how that would work out, but there are other teams in there that basically – until Nebraska doesn't, you know, until we know the results of the final two games, they could move all the way up to like fifth, I believe, because uh, there's five teams with 11 wins now. Mm-hmm. But uh, the b- middle of the Big Ten is just fascinating, which is going to make for a crazy interesting tournament. So fun. When we get there. Uh, Doug and Lincoln says it was seemed to be overlooked that Nebraska also hosted uh, seven foot two John Bull, uh, which I, I, you know, I, there was another seven footer in the building that people were giving maybe more of a look to <laughs> and Kese Tamanaga's dad. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in that. I, I think you know, and he's he's highly uh, thought of. I mean, he's 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 top one hundred. He's a top one hundred type of guy. So it's not. It's. I, I was gonna say it just seems like Nebraska uh, from time to time gets seven footers that don't play. So maybe that's why you don't mm-hmm. immediately get excited about it. But um, he's got some skill. If you look yeah, at it, you watch he the tape. He's top one hundred. He he's got some skill in the paint and all that. So um, it was kind of funny that you you have a you know top one hundred recruit in the in the building for the sport. And you're chanting the name of a guy that plays football. 
right. Well, we know what it is here. Football first, and, and, and we'll yeah, support everything else. But it was an electric environment, and, yeah. I, and I'm sure that John Bull took that in, and he was like, look, the football player's getting chance at a, at a basketball game. Like, this place is crazy. Yeah. Well, and, and again, this is another example of why Nebraska, uh, you know, everybody can say, you know, we have the, the greatest fans, but Nebraska has a very good, strong argument for it um, because this was, you know, a, a packed house sold out again, of course. Um, for a team one game over 500. Yeah, facing a team that had absolutely no draw to it. Exactly. The, the bottom barrel of the Big Ten. So, um, you know, that that's very intriguing. And then all the kind of, you know, the Tamanagas that were in town, Dylan Raiola factor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if Cam Jurgens went to the game. My buddy got a, a picture with him in the oh, bars. Oh, was he there? Yeah, I don't know if he's at the game, but he's in Lincoln this weekend. Interesting. Um, I, but he got a picture with him at the bars, so uh, just a lot of lot of different people in town and a lot of fanfare for that. And then, of course, I know Alex Smith was in town. It was for a totally different thing. It was for Team Jack, but he was. Oh, in that's town. right. Yeah, Alex Smith was in town. Um, but again, th- this best fan type of thing. You know, that's the reason why this volleyball thing is is happening at Memorial Stadium. Nebraska's out to prove it. And again, hats off to Nebraska, the university, for realizing that they can you know put this on and highlight their fans. And then, of course, mm-hmm. hats off to the fans for for being so loyal. And, and committed to, to any program here in Nebraska. And I'll, I'll always say this a little bit, as long as you win enough, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to be fans, at least enough on winning. Look, the fans showed out PBA uh, for the men. They showed out in PBA for the women as well, who were taking on Northwestern for their senior night. Yep. Um, had three seniors walking in, in Sam Hybe, who's a, a fifth-year senior, um, Jazz Shelley and Isabel Bourne, who are both have decisions to make if they're going to come back, but they're going to wait till the end of the season to kind of finalize that. Um I believe Izzy Bourne's parents were in town. Jazz Shelley's couldn't make it, but her grandparents were in town. Mm. Um, so that was that was an interesting. They blew out Northwestern. It wasn't really. Uh, um, Jazz Shelley was on triple double watch by halftime. Finished four assist, five assists shy. No four. She finished with six assists. She finished four assists shy of uh, the triple double. But she uh, let, me, let me find it exactly. She finished with. 19 points, 13 rebounds, which is a career high, and six assists uh, in 38 minutes. Look, Northwestern, they, they blew them out earlier this year. They blew them out again on senior night. Uh, it was just another another game for Nebraska. But now they'll be going into the Big Ten tournament that starts this week, I believe Wednesday, but they won't play till Thursday. Um, they'll play Michigan State. It's the 8-9 matchup. Then the winner of that goes on to play one seed, Indiana. Mm. So... To get into the NCAA tournament, they're going to have to beat Michigan State and then probably beat Indiana. They might be in after they beat Michigan State, but to kind of solidify their way into the uh, NCAA tournament, they're going to have to beat Indiana. They'll be on the bubble, but if you don't want to sweat it out, yeah. just win the game. Yeah, which that, they were, they were. I believe they were close with them earlier this season. Um, but just just couldn't get it done. Yeah, which they were with a lot of top opponents. So, yeah, uh, it, it'll be it'll be fascinating to see that play out. You love kind of those scenarios. Now, of course, you would wish that Nebraska had a little bit more uh, leeway, and they were just in the tournament, and you, you felt pretty good about yeah. it. But uh, to have the opportunity to it's that to, loss, that to darn that loss to Minnesota earlier, yeah, that just just hurt so bad. You got yeah. the win against Illinois after that top twenty-five Illinois, but that loss to a to a Minnesota team that only has two wins in conference. That one stings. That mm. one stings a lot. 
Yeah. Uh, so hopefully they can get that done. Also, Nebraska baseball rebounding this weekend from the San Diego series. They swept South Alabama. So now they're three, three and one. All the all the doomsday uh, preppers and you know, you know yeah, preparation after week uh, the first series of the year um, is is okay now because they're back to five hundred with a tie in there. Uh, Vanderbilt is Ole that five hundred? Well, three, three and one is that five hundred? I don't think so. <laughs> Would that be like a tie? A tie is four ninety nine. Well, let me check. Let yeah, me check what yeah. the what it says they're at. I don't think that's five hundred. You don't think that's five hundred? I don't think so. Nope, it hasn't been five hundred. I'd put them at four ninety nine. A tie doesn't. Then it wouldn't be a tie though. Then that would be a tie is like kissing your sister. A tie is five hundred. It's not five hundred. You didn't win, but you didn't lose. <laughs> that's well, then. What happens there? You can't give you drop by you drop by point oh oh one. That's, well, then that's necessary. a loss. That's a loss. It's not a loss. It's not a win, but it's not a loss. Uh, Nebraska does have a chance, by the way, uh, this week. Uh, this weekend when they go to Minneapolis, they've got uh, several games out there, including against Vanderbilt and Old Miss, are both top ten teams. So uh, <laughs> if they can get a win there, um, you know that'll certainly help the resume for them as they uh, prepare early in the season. Number seven Vanderbilt on Friday. Hawaii on Saturday, and number four Ole Miss on Sunday. Defending champs. Yep. For Ole Miss, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no big deal. You can watch that one on Big Ten Plus or listen on the Huskers Radio Network. Softball is also going to be playing this weekend. Let me find out where they're at because they're all over the place. They're still not home because why would they be? They're, again, they don't play at home. Softball does until March 22nd. They are at the Hillenbrand Invitational in Tucson, Arizona. Hmm. So they'll play Weber State on Friday and Texas A&M Commerce on Friday as well, doubleheader. Weber State Saturday, doubleheader with Arizona that Saturday as well, and then end it with CSUN. Oh, of course, the fighting CSUN. I got to make sure I get this right. Oh, I just keep saying CSUN. Who are you, CSUN? Well, after you said Texas A&M Commerce, I thought there was nobody below them that it nobody would below them. Nope, CSUN. <laughs> CSUN. Let's, let's find out who CSUN. Oh, the the Matadors. The Matadors. Well, that sounds uh, that sounds at least you know formidable. The Matadors. They are the Cal State Northridge. Okay. There you go. The Matadors. Yeah. Cal State Northridge. I'm holding Cal State Northridge. You just have you? I don't know. It's in Northridge, Los Angeles, mm. California. <laughs> well, <laughs> That's yeah. what it says. In Northridge, Los Angeles, so California. So basically, Big Ten country. So we should know about them. Yeah, they're in the Big West Conference. <laughs> Big Ten West. Just Big West. Oh, just the Big West. Just, just Big West. Oh, okay. There's no one in there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, off the text line, 3994 says, is uh, Blaze Kata injured? What's the deal with him? He's a big pack, uh, impact when he's in the game. Uh, yeah, he re-aggravated a, uh ankle injury, so he was out that game. Maybe what you saw uh, Rico's guy Oleg out there for a few Yeah. Uh, so hopefully he, uh, he, he gets better because he has been a big impact on the games that he's been able to play. Uh, Ellison Illinois says, you guys might want to check on this, but I thought all seven-footers can only attend Purdue. Yeah, that is that's true. I think it's if you're over seven. Yeah, if two. you're seven, if you're seven one, then it's borderline because yeah. maybe if you stand up a little straighter, you'll be seven two. But yeah, if you're seven two or taller, Purdue. Yeah, you can't yeah. go anywhere else. Can't them's them's the rules. Maddie's dad says a tie is like what? Rico? A tie is like kissing your sister. And why do you know what kissing your sister is like? I don't. I've never tied. <laughs> okay, well, I only is. win. <laughs> some that's those, what the saying is. I know, but some of those sayings are just like where did I don't know. why. It's a George Brett quote. says, if a tie is like kissing your sister, losing is like kissing your grandmother with her teeth out. Oh, jeez. <laughs> My goodness. 
I'd rather just tie, I think. <laughs> I just want to win. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. That's, uh, that's very strange. Shout out to George Brett, I guess. Here's something. Have you ever tried? Uh, have you ever tried? Not that. No. <laughs> just in, not with your grandmother, but just in general, uh, teeth kissing. Just just clack your teeth with your that significant other. That sounds terrible. Why would you? Have you? <laughs> I've made I've made somebody try that before, yeah. No. <laughs> Why would shot. you? No. Why? First off. It's a term of endearment. First off, that's weird. And secondly, I don't think my wife would go for that. <laughs> just try it out. See if you like it. So like, hey, babe, just smile. <laughs> just Why? Just smile with your teeth. And then just I'm just going to clink. Smile at her, yeah. Clink, clink your teeth. Love you. Yeah. No, that's not how this works. <laughs> uh, I'd still rather do that and kiss my sister. She might hit me. Yeah. All right, let's, like, uh, doing? let's take a quick break here on the Ticket Water Cooler. Uh, you guys can practice teeth kissing at home. <laughs> and uh, we'll be right back. Oh, Nick will come in studio for the crossover on 93.7 The Ticket. <laughs> 